Welcome to Question Marks. Before we get started today, I wanted to talk to you about the Omaha Supernovas. As they say, it's pro time, Nebraska. The Supernovas are a major league volleyball team. They've exploded onto the scene. I'm talking record-breaking crowds. Maybe like the best fan experience I've ever had at any event in Omaha. So, yeah, go out and witness some world-class talent at the CHI Health Center in downtown Omaha. Great place for friends, great place for families. Um, I'm out there quite a bit. I know my friends are out there quite a bit, so hopefully we can see you there. All you need to do to witness history is secure your single match tickets today at supernovas.com. Again, that's supernovas.com. All right, now let's get started with the show. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to Question Marks. I'm your host, Grace No, you're not. I'm Hope McCartney. And I'm taking control of this episode. Don't do that. No, don't Actually, do that. I might be just kidding. Yeah, don't do that. I think what, I should are have you taking control? Of, I think I should have control of Who this. are you? Who? Well, I'm, yeah, your, what? I'm your dad, Rob. And so I don't, I mean, well, do you want to You don't you know, want to control. You know, I think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a man I of control I am angry myself. right now. No, oh. Therefore, <laughs> Whoa. I have control. Okay, who are, well, who are you? This? Lavanya Goodwin. Oh. <laughs> I think I have some Smarties or some Sweet Tarts in my purse. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Bree Stumer, and I have control on when this ends. So I love you. Goodbye. You are about to go on a three-hour-long road trip. Would you rather drive or be in control of what music is playing? Oh, no. Be in control of the music. Yep. I like sit in the back and then just choose the tunes, classic rock, maybe some psychedelic 60s stuff, hmm. and just relax. Okay. So, Hope? You, you squinted immediately, so I have to go to you immediately. I can't tell because one of my biggest pet peeves is when I'm driving or when somebody else is driving and they're not driving how I would like them to drive. Um, <laughs> that was our trip back from Colorado. That was fine, but I okay. also like it was late. We were, we were just trying to get home at that point. Um, and you drove the entire way, so thank you. And I'm pretty sure I had control of the music the entire way, so thank you. So what's you'd rather drive? I, I, I don't know. I think so. But that's hard. So you didn't you didn't give me enough time to we'll think go about back to it. You. So <laughs> I'd rather drive, and it's because when I'm like doing music, I think so much about what the other person's liking. Or also when I'm driving, I don't feel like this is reciprocated, which bugs me sometimes. But like when I'm doing music, when someone else is driving, like I am thinking so hard about okay, what is the whole car like? Like that was my job as a tennis on the tennis team. Like I was often on the ox cord because I'm like, what will everyone in this vehicle like? But when I'm driving, you know, and I give my cord to someone, it's just like whatever music they like, and they just completely misjudge me, I think. So, I don't know. I'd like to be in charge of uh, driving for that. What? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask another one? Um, <laughs> there, what, is there a certain kind of music that was a no-fail music that you could go for when you were choosing the music for the entire tennis team? I mean, oh, just a safe one. Uh, you say, well, this yes. will never, never. There was. are safe songs. I will not mention them on this podcast. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> not in front of my father, I'll tell you that much. Right That's now. not what I meant. <laughs> I no, mean, there, there were. There was yeah. just like, you know, there's there's the overplayed bangers that like everyone says they hate. Mm. Everyone likes them. They're, that's the reason they're overplayed. You know, <laughs> you just can't listen to them a ton at once. All right. But no, yeah, there was there was definitely you could tell, and you, you it was guess and check. You know, while while you're going, you feel it out. Like if someone if someone's jamming along, you know, it's a good hit. If you get there, everyone's looking at their phone. You know, it's a bad hit. Oh. You, you remove it from the playlist. You know, right. whole big thing. It's a science, Dad. Don't was, don't come at me with not, this. No, I'm just wondering. Was it? <laughs> it's like your no fail. Two chains? Is that like your? No, that's Brady's. I know that's what. Two chains Academy over here, season one, episode two. Two. Um, he's a lyrical genius. Yeah. All right, Brady. He's a lyrical. You're in control of the music. Absolutely. I'm yeah, he music. is. Absolutely. <laughs> and the driver's the about to run off the road. Sometimes. Absolutely. I'm putting on the worst <laughs> stuff you can imagine. It's going to be garbage, true. but I really enjoy it. That's not true. I've, I'm just a musical fiend, just through and through. I really enjoy driving, though, too, hand in hand, driving my own music selection, but. Oh, the ability to match music with scenery is like one of my favorite things. I don't think I've drove to Colorado once without playing a lot of John Denver. As yes. you know, like yeah. you have to, you have, yeah. you can't not, not, or the moment you go into a city skylight for the first time and you're not driving, you can actually pay attention to all the new, fun, unique things about the skyline around it and putting on something, I don't know, a little more robust, like synth wave. So like, it's a, a like a futuristic 1980s. <laughs> yeah. Like a futuristic 1980s cyberpunk skating, like Blade Runner. So you're all about the, like yes. the, the aesthetic the, of whatever aesthetic experience around you're in right you now. Are, you're like, you just set that. Fully the set the music. Like okay. a, exactly. See, yeah. I get, see my thing, like big city, you're going like synth, like lo-fi maybe a little bit. Absolutely. I'm, going like, I'm going like big band, like Sinatra. Or something oh, like absolutely. You know, like if I'm downtown Chicago, Omaha, downtown Omaha at night, are you kidding me? <laughs> absolutely. Those big, large venues. But you're not going to play that going into Nashville. Like, I'm not a big country guy myself, but you can't not. What are you going to play going in? You're not going to play you, lo-fi. It's no, Nashville. you got to play a little country. Exactly. Oh, you got to play on, the man. things no that fit the scene. country music. You know, if you're going to Nashville, I mean, you got to. Oh, come on. Right? Come on. Right. So, uh, if you were in my car today, as I was driving from Nebraska City, telling someone that I... Do not drive when my husband is in the car. Mm. I, I mm. refuse to. Why is that? Because he's a driving elitist. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Let me tell you something about learning to drive with Rob McCartney as your dad. Couldn't have been any worse. <laughs> Fair, yeah. No, no, no. My, so he's a, he worked for UPS for like 15 He was a professional driver. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you can't like, touch that. You can't touch don't that. make a left turn professional driver because there are more accidents that happen. Oh, he has insider information. That's true. Yeah, yeah. There's like all these little nuances that they don't teach you in driving school. Uh Uh-huh. You know, and they are nerve-wracking. But I've also realized that after the pandemic, I don't like getting on the road. Really? The way I used to. Yeah. So you were like pro-drive. I was like. Pre-pandemic, you were like, I was like, I could go, because I used to travel for my job, so I would, I could touch down in any city and drive anywhere, Mm -hmm. You, you know, Literally, mm-hmm. from Boston to the middle of Indiana to Texas. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, uh, well, let me think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So you're controlling the music then? Yeah. Because <laughs> I can always, yeah, I'm controlling the music. Okay. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Do you, you listen to music or do you do, uh, like listen to podcasts? Because you said. You know, I, I t- so today I was literally trying to play up upbeat music 
mm-hmm. you know, just something with a, you know, just more anything that was like a slow. It didn't matter if it was, what genre it was. If it was slow, I felt like I'm not paying attention anymore. I need something to keep me gotcha. focused, mm-hmm. you know, and that that's a range. Right. Yeah. I mean, just kind of depends on what I'm in the mood for, but definitely. And then some of it was just like, pay attention. Get, let's just get home. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Hope fully formed answer yet. <laughs> I'm sticking with the driving part. Oh, come on. <laughs> what? Throw it all the way back. The most dangerous thing you can do when she I'm wants to be controlled. I'm sticking with it. my gut. It's true. Sticking with intuition. my gut. Okay. I respect that. I respect Thank you. That. All right. <laughs> Would you say when you're with the people you care about, so, like, I would say if the married people here, your your partners, you know, for the rest of us, you know, lonely, sad people, we do our friends. <laughs> when you're with the people you care about, uh, are you a planner or are you a go-with-the-flower? By the way, spelled out, spells flower. Yeah, I'm absolutely a go-with-the-flower. <laughs> that's that's the way I've always been. I am more of a let's get to the destination, see what the place has for us, and let's explore what's around us. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing that goes bad in any situation because if it seems weird and iffy you're not going to go to it everything's going to be super easy smooth flowing now my wife the exact opposite she's a planner through and through but we've accommodated and towards where we'll get to a certain situation a certain area in a certain place like if we're going to omaha we're going to say we're going to the bricks and we're from when we're on the bricks i get a guide where we go through from there so Mm -hmm. i get a guide us throughout but the handoff is she gets to tell us when we're going home (laughs) so like it's neither you know like it's reasonable but yeah. I get my own fun exploration in it. Gotcha. Okay. Dad, I think you're probably a hybrid of these things. Yeah. I used to be the planner, but I now I'm just I'm moving away from it. So go with the floor kind of thing. I'm not a go with the floor guy, but I'm getting closer to it. For context for the listener, the whole room turned to my mom who was sitting there. <laughs> and we were wondering if what my dad said is true. And she didn't, she didn't have openly to dissent to it. So I'm I moving on that spectrum. If you had to go, if you had to go you know, left to right, right to left, whatever, I'm moving along the line towards going more with the flow. I still, there's still things if I have to get things done, you plan it out. Mm. Okay, what about, and Lavanya, this is, I'm going to hit you with this too, just a heads up. What about like in the organization you're operating in? So like, the news station. Hmm? Are you a, we need to do this, 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 this? Yes. Or, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured as much. <laughs> so, like, is there ever a time where you're, like, hands-offing it? Yeah, if you if you have the time, if you have the luxury, and this is, this happens probably more often than you would think, where we're deadline-driven, obviously, right? And so if, if you have the luxury of not having a deadline that night, or right in your face, and you can step back and say, I'm working on a project, or somebody's working on a project a couple days down the road. Then you can, then I do step back because I like to let the person make their mistake or learn on their own, not on the air, obviously, but just before, and then that way I can guide, help guide them. Instead of me saying, do this, do this, do this, I can say, all right, that's interesting. Have you considered this? And then let them form a story or whatever it is. If you have a deadline, then it's like, no, it's like, we have to get this done. So, and there's sometimes my way is not always, you know, it's such a subjective. My business is very objective in the facts are, but the way you present them is subjective. So it's like, is my way right as compared to somebody else? Maybe not. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. The first time you ever like gave me that explanation, I feel like we've talked about this a couple of times where you're like, I'll let people make their mistake. That kind of like hit me wrong. For some reason, I was like, that feels like a trap. Like, you know, you could, you could know you could help them and you're not going to help them. 
But no, actually, you're helping them more. You're more of the teaching how to fish thing. Like make them run into, yeah. make them run into the mistakes they actually learn instead yeah. of just telling them that this could happen if you don't do this. Yeah, whatever. I don't sit back and kind of go. <laughs> See, that's what the first you're, time you said it to me. I was like, this mistake. guy, this guy, yeah. like yeah. on his high horse over here. No, it's not that. It's not that way at all. Okay, hope. Um, I'm definitely the planner. I yeah. would say I mm-hmm. get. <laughs> I mean, if we look at my every single birthday I've had when I've been. You know, conscious. Okay, yeah. Can I can I speak on this a little bit? It's crazy. Take it away. I got a word document once from Hope. (laughs) I was like ten. She was ten. That makes that like I was about to say she was like ten. That's like a thing. It was an itinerary of her whole birthday day. Eleven a.m. Monopoly. Yeah. We and we stuck, we stuck all right. Like, I'd say 90%. Good bro. I mean, I made sure. Oh, it wasn't on me. I was sitting there like, do we have an itinerary? I was 12 at the time, by the way, I'd like to point out, which was like maybe in the middle of my worst years as a human. But <laughs> so was, No comment. Was that wrong for her to, was that wrong for her to her do that? Birthday. No, it's yeah, hers. Her yeah, birthday. it was just it, like, yeah. but that's, that's, like that's she is control. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, have to, I have so much anxiety when I'm with people that I care about that if I'm not like constantly entertaining them or like you know being the one to like make sure that they're enjoying themselves you know I'm like okay so what are we doing next or do you guys want to go like the second that something hits like a lull like quiet moment I'm like you guys want to play a game like like (laughs) some you know I'm always just trying to control the situation as much as I can to make sure that everybody's like having a good time and it's going as amicably as possible amicably. even though i don't think it will be yeah. But, yeah. so you you don't like dead air basically no. yeah so but like uh, you ever thought about this this is probably toxic probably probably, <laughs> probably. I, don't know. I don't know i'm not a psychiatrist <laughs> yeah. Yeah, i don't know yeah but you ever like don't those people owe it to me too sometimes like don't you want someone a friend who is like okay this is dead air i know hope doesn't like dead air Let's do something. And it's not like they have 100% of the responsibility. But Yeah, I will say, I okay, honestly, I do not have a lot of friends. I have, like, two. And I'm okay with that, honestly. Like, they, they are people who have, like, stuck with me through a lot. And they, I don't even have to, like, explain these things with them. You know, mm. like, they can tell, like, the second level. that. Uh, yeah, it's it's nice. Like, my, my best friend, Izzy, she's, like, we're two peas in a pod. Like, we never actually really get to talk that much or see each other that much. But every single time we do see each other, it's, like, we're just the same person and she knows exactly how I think. So the second that like she can tell I'm getting worked up about something or like getting really anxious or like, cause we're talking about something or it gets really awkwardly quiet. She'll be the one to like say something or like, you know, so that's nice. And I know that she's not like, like that normally. So yeah, I do have people who in my life who, you know, do take care of me in that way sometimes, but I still, even in those moments, I'm still anxious about, you know, taking care of them too. So, yeah. This is kind of an aside of what you said, but I think it's interesting. It's tying to what Brady said earlier. I think it's interesting that like when people talk about their best friends, they often say like, we think the exact same. We're two peas in the pod. Mm -hmm. Talon talks about their like partner, their intimate partner. They're like, we're pretty opposite. Like this person's this, 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 you know, this, 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 Mm -hmm. but they kind of fill similar roles. Maybe different aspects. No, Vanya. <laughs> uh, yeah. As someone who only has one half the equation figured out, maybe we should uh, yeah, defer to the expert here. You have it figured out? Uh, yeah, good point. I didn't have yeah. it figured out. Yeah. That it seems to not ever matter how much you have in common. Hmm. Um, the polarized parts come out. But I will say that if we think about it scientifically, you don't have power with two same 
Virginia charges, yeah. Mm-hmm. Charges. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So you're at your best if the two shall become one. You're at your best when you allow that person's opposite part to influence the situation. And that, my friend, is a dance. You will dance your entire marriage mm. if someone's willing. To marry me? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, I teed that up too. <laughs> nice. I think someone who's willing to hang in because I think that's what people don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. People Especially don't now, realize yeah. that even the most mm-hmm. compatible love, people who love one another will get on each other's last nerves. Mm-hmm. I, and I know my husband probably can get on my nerves more than anyone because I care more. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's like deliberate, right? And yet he does that too. He does the deliberate getting on your oh. <laughs> Well done, Dan. Hope, hope, let me, hope let me talk to you for a moment. I'm listening. Boys will be boys. I don't care how old they get. They will tease you. They will do all the stuff they did in kindergarten. Seems like it. I, it's just true. Honestly. <laughs> See, I Look told at this. you. <laughs> so that's that part. But not all the stuff we do in kindergarten. Well, well I'm just exaggerating somewhat. But it's still the it's still the stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, know, fun it, stuff. The, like well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. But, but there's, there's also just like my husband is a much more like see the good in a person mm-hmm. than I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean Are you immediately like red flag, red flag, red flag? Like, I don't know why they did that. It's because <laughs> this, this and that, you know. And he's like, Well and I'm like, No, you just can't see it. Just, you know, I mean, but it kind of it's never I'm not a hundred percent right. Yeah. He's not 100% right. Mm-hmm. And there's that there's that balance. Mm. So they're not, they're, they can, you, yes, your spouse can be your friend and even your best friend, but I think there's less pressure in a friendship. There's less pressure in a friendship. Oh, yeah. Really? I'm, yeah. Uh, you can't just leave that. I mean, what do you mean? <laughs> like, I always feel like, okay. There's a contract in marriage. There's that's a, right. Maybe you, you can leave mean? a friendship like, easier. Yeah. You know? And not just that, but just like, well, I don't You don't know. have to talk to your yeah. friends as much every as single day. Yeah, so and true. Like, you check in with them. with them. You can say, even if you work with them every day, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's just different. Yeah. It's just different understanding. Like, I worry about that, though. Like, don't I always worry, worry when I'm with, no, when I'm with someone, I'm like, okay, this feels like I have to, like, pressure. It's like, I have to entertain this person, you know? Like, this has been past relationships, and I've always been, like, my northern star has been, like, there will be someone out there who's, like, you don't have to feel that pressure. It'll be excitement to hang out. It'll be, like, a natural thing. So maybe the pressure pressure's a wrong word. No, I was just wondering. No, if- no, no. Maybe pressure's a wrong word, because mm-hmm. I do think that any married people, you can chime in. That person you marry, you should feel like you can be 100% yourself, good, bad, and indifferent because it's coming anyway right yeah mm-hmm. but i i do think there's a nuance in 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 marriage where literally the two people come together and that takes a lifetime of coming together mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean it's not fun the whole way mm-hmm. yeah the lifetime is that's what you're committed it's, to right? yeah absolutely and it's i mean we've been over this before it's dynamic it's never the same it really isn't it's I mean, there's a lot of things and precedences that I live by that my wife reminds me about. I mean, heck, the other day she came in with an issue and I was talking with her and I was doing the thing where I gave advice, you know, and giving advice is something that whenever you're talking about, is this a listening issue or is this an advice issue? And we're looking for just a listening ear or we're looking for advice. 
And I literally, she literally was just like, do you remember whenever you said that? And I was like, ah, yep. I, I remember that. I made a goof. She kept this the was, receipts is what this you're was, telling uh, <laughs> Well, receipts, but also she had an, an incredible point just reminding, like, yeah. these are amazing principles we should live by instead of diving into it. And it was something that I told her I was doing, and then I goofed up. And she kept me honest to it. Keeping honest is way better than that. And it's just keeping you true to who you want to be, not who you're being currently. Because being yourself every day is tough sometimes, or the version of yourself you want to be sometimes. So having someone that kind of, put you back on that track is is nice but it's dynamic and it's, yeah, it's good. sometimes you're the other end of it absolutely so having gotcha. someone that corrects you is, and is by the way honest enough to correct you as well they care enough right they care enough to they care yeah. enough because like that is a small circle of people who will actually say and without trying to harm oh absolutely or the yeah. truth hurts but there's so much love around it that you can receive it because you, know mm-hmm. you can trust the person in the end and they're not going to tell 50 people that, oh, my gosh, you suck at this. Yeah. You never get it right and you wouldn't believe maybe, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I have no follow-up. That was a great point. I'm going to ask you a question, though. Vanya, do you feel like you're – we've talked about this before. Do you feel like you're the planner or the go with the flower? In your so relationships. I feel like I have this great balance. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this, this last year, we went to California tro- twice. Mm-hmm. And I picked these. I will say, patting myself <laughs> oh, on yep. my back. She is physically mm-hmm. doing I am it. physically. <laughs> double jointed. That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, so planned all the way up to, to the, you know, getting there, hotel, you know, all of that. But then... In this last trip, even like transportation on BART and all that stuff, but then was able to just after that, like chill because I'd rather have an adventure, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. And my husband and I were just talking about this last night um, because I was actually out of town, like just in Nebraska City, but like I like the exploratory part of it. I like the, hmm, you know, let's maybe check out this, you know, but yeah. if we don't leave for another hour, I'm not like, oh my gosh, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then the other part too is I'm done kind of with the touristy things. You yeah, know, the yeah. places where you go and it's just so touristy mm-hmm. that you feel like every moment they're trying to sell you something or, you know, mm-hmm. you know yep. have you buy something, you know, which is the same thing. But so I think I kind of have that healthy balance, but I think the greatest moment of our trip was when we were in the subway. Hmm. And, you know, we don't have subways here. Yeah. I've taken subway a handful of time, but I'm not an expert, especially in a new city. Yeah. And my husband and I were trying not to argue because there's these all these Warriors fans standing around us. It's like, no, we need to stand on the other track. No, we don't. I've already. I mean, <laughs> so we're at each other's throat. Huh. And in, in a way that only a spouse mm-hmm. <laughs> would yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, Half it's a just, mental like, yeah, telepathy right, thing. Exactly. Yeah. No, we need to stand right here. And so, <laughs> you know, so there, there's that part, too, where you mm. throw both dynamics in. Yes, we plan for this. Yes, we think we know what we're doing. But, again, we laughed about this yesterday because everyone was going through the metro station. It was free. We were trying to, but we were trying to stick our cards in because we didn't know it was free. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Like you get yeah. this horde of people; they're just passing through, and then we're standing there. But it would have been a great moment to film. No one said anything to you. Well, finally, okay. Finally, one of the attendants, like, "Ma'am, sir, can 
I help you? Oh, no, 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 we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. like, just totally passed us. Nice. And we're standing there like, what do we do <laughs> What now? happened? We, we're, we're definitely visitors. You know? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. I would say, personally, I'm more of a controller. And I don't always want to be. And this is kind of what I was bringing up to Hope earlier is like I don't always necessarily want to be that but I don't respond the best when other people try to take over that role for me which is stupid like it's dumb and I, I realize it's stupid and dumb but like when someone else brings something to me like a plan or something like that I'm always like okay what about this 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 and that's where my brain goes it's not like I'm trying to be in like an ass you know it's just like okay well like let's say someone's trying to hang out with me Sunday my thing is like, okay, but I have this Sunday and I have this Sunday. What about my social battery? What about my mental battery? You know, stuff like that. I'm considering all these things in this moment, and I always come out with like a soft answer where I'm like, yeah, I'd like to. Well, I think I'm free. You know, like, and it's soft, but it is like, I don't know how far I should self-preserve myself because those things are definitely important. Like, I shouldn't hang out with someone on 50% energy because that's not me. You know, mm-hmm. that's someone who's on 50% energy. But I shouldn't be flaky on people either. You know, it's a tough balance. And then when someone tries, like, that's why I feel like I'm in more of a control situation by default because, like, the things that happen a lot of times in my life are things I create. Where I'm like, okay, this is going to fit into my schedule. I want to do this right now. This is going to happen. And I don't want to be that way, and it bothers the crap out of me, but I still can't help. Like, I can't help it. I'm like, I notice it now, and that's the first step. And I've worked on a lot of things through this, but, like, the first step's noticing you do these things, and then obviously you can start checking yourself, and then it stops happening at some point. You know, that's what they tell you. But, uh, yeah, so, like, I'm checking myself now, but it's still just tough because, like, I, it feels like I'm a control freak, but I don't want to be in control all the time, if that makes sense, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Huh. But what brings you peace? People like Matt, the guy who just probably heard shuttering his camera behind me, who's just like, I can be whoever. Like, this is the same thing as a marriage, I'd hope, in a relationship. is like, yes, you have a responsibility. Like, I have a responsibility to this guy. Mm-hmm. I'm married to Matt. No, so. <laughs> He's doing a bit in the corner over here. No. Uh, this man's taking photos right as a cherry. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, but this guy. <laughs> this guy, seriously, and it's both ways. Like, I'll tell my side of the story, like, I'm the, I'm the jerk. But it's been both ways, and he knows it a little bit. But, like, there's times where, like, our social batteries straight up do not line up. Mm-hmm. Like, at all. Yeah, but like, there's like I have like if if my social battery's not up, he checks. He'll be like, okay, Grace, Grayson's clearly doing something right now. He's not him. Whatever, I'm gonna match this mood, and like I I can see it and I notice it, and it's like something I don't appreciate it enough in the time. Like, and this is all my friends. I don't appreciate that enough in the time, but like I notice that stuff happening, and when that happens, like I notice that stuff happening, that's what brings me peace. Yeah, it's like okay, these people care about me even when I've sucked. I should not suck. I don't think I suck, you know, these things. But, like, they, they still care about me, and I, I can see it happening. And that in itself is a big peace thing for me because I think I'm a – I think uh, I think at least two of the people here are people pleasers too where it's like I need people – at least one person needs to like me. You know, I need at least someone <laughs> to like me. I think everybody has that. It's just a matter of percentage, right? Yeah. yeah. We yeah. all really want affirmation and acceptance, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't bother us as much maybe then. And then how do I really know how it bothers you versus me, right? Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. But yeah. Isn't isn't life about pleasing people, but it's just a matter of what that circle of people look like? Can we cut this thinking time out, Cam? I need to think about this a little longer. 
No, he's looking at me. He's not on the mic. He can't I don't answer. Know if this. It is or not? I don't know. If, I don't know if that's <laughs> the purpose. I mean, it. It's a purpose. I don't know if it's the purpose. Isn't everything we do like to to please or to satisfy someone else? Oof. Oof. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm just think about it for a moment. That's why I'm trying. I'm trying to because yes, if you go down the list of things. Whatever, yeah. There, I mean, there are you can put it in, but I don't know if that's the motivating factor. Might be. Is it a component of life about? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And so that maybe that's mm-hmm. a, an innate part of all of us that we seek to please. Now, some, so now some of it's a small circle, right? Where it's <laughs> like, look, I, you know, I've heard someone say, you know what? These ten people I care about, everybody else can kick rocks. And the person who <laughs> Says this, listen to it, they will know exactly who. God, I love that phrase. Kick rocks. <laughs> you know, ah, like, go touch some grass. You know? <laughs> like, literally, like, I do care what they think and how my attitude makes them feel and yeah. blah, blah, blah. But everybody else, you don't get that. Yeah. Hmm. Not wrong. What's happening over here? Cam's laughing. That's just a great point. I don't know. It's... There was a. I like to call in an expert Uh-oh. on this. We got the right hander coming this in. We got the right. It's actually my wife. In. There's something, and this goes back to the um, planning mm-hmm. aspect. Uh-oh. There's something. There's a, there's a dear friend of ours uh, passed away a number of years ago. His name is Steve Thielen, and rest in peace. And and Sherry, my wife, and I have this thing uh, when we're driving and we take a different route, and we call it. Let's let's do a Stevie T. So I'm gonna let you explain exactly how we got there. The, the funeral. I mean, wow, <laughs> what a throw! <laughs> Sorry. No, we have. Um, so as you said, this this gentleman died a number of years ago, and one of our best friends was a very good friend of his, and he was a realtor, and um, they would be going to see houses or whatever. But Steve Steve Thielen never took the normal route, the quickest route to get somewhere. He always went through the neighborhoods and, you know, round Robin Hood's barn to try to get to where he was. That's just what he was. And so now if we get lost, which, yes, we do get lost, mm-hmm. <laughs> or we just decide, eh, we've got a little extra time, let's go this way, we call it doing a Stevie T. And that's, that's you know, you apply that to driving which is what this was spe- specifically about, but you also can apply that to life mm-hmm. where you, you have a plan, but you kind of need to be ready to pull a CBT sometime and just kind of see where something goes when the opportunity presents itself. Yeah. Wow, that's good. CBT. Good. So now you know why I called her in. That was the same. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't even throw a lot to her. That's Thanks, what I yeah. yeah. So I could say... I am married today because of a Stevie T. It was just. Can you explain I, it? Well, yes. I, 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 yeah. I, because you know my my parents got divorced. Mm. I can say that their marriage wasn't probably that great. Um. And I I said to myself, I'd never get married. I was not looking for it. I didn't have wedding plans. I mean, like every girl dreams about their wedding, and I didn't. Mm-hmm. Because I just didn't even have it in my purview. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of belief in it, maybe? You know, I think I was young enough that I don't even know, mm. you know, if I would have defined it that way. Um, and I'm 19 years old in college, my freshman year, living in the dorms, <laughs> and here comes this 32-year-old guy. Now, he was hot. Oh, he's 
He still is. He still is. He still is. But I'm just saying. He's a handsome man. Like, he was smoking. So that was, that, that was, that was <laughs> important. But I was not thinking of marriage. So really, when initially, and of course, he being 32 and having been married before, he still believed in marriage. So he wasn't looking for some, you know, just fling or whatever. And li- literally, I told him, well, I'm looking to buy a car. Like, that's, that's what, like, you, I'm like 19. Like, you know, I want a car, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm in college. Oh, it's not a metaphor. I mean, no, okay, no, okay. I was literally <laughs> looking right, to buy a car. Okay. Like, no metaphors right. involved. Invo- you were kicking the tires. Was, okay, yeah. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> kicking the tires. I wanted to buy a I, vehicle. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when he asked me to, and we weren't crazy. This is crazy. Don't do this, Hope. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just no taken. I'm just kidding. That but means we're taking we, the notebook. We, Take we, the we notebook. didn't really date for a full year, and we were married. And I said to myself, "I'm taking a chance at being happy. Hmm. I'm taking. I mean, I'm taking a chance at being happy." And when I tell, for instance, my daughter that she's like, "Mom, I don't believe you ever even thought that way because that's not the nature <laughs> of how I." Go about things, yeah. and I, the biggest decision of my life, I was taking a big chance. Thirty years later, I was a great chance. You say how'd it go? Pretty well. It, it went pretty well, you know. <laughs> pretty well, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, so I don't think life is all. I think you should have a plan, but okay. life can throw you some awesome detours. Are you the planner, or do you take the detours? Some Stevie T's. We're all Stevie the way back. Yeah. yeah, I I I think that it depends. I, I think I want to think that I know how I'm getting somewhere, even if I really don't, and that can cause problems. Mm. I feel uh, that. <laughs> I didn't even know I like, felt that until liter- you just said it out loud. Literally in life, though, like <laughs> literally driving down the highway, it's like, you don't know where you're going. <laughs> Pull on the side of the road. <laughs> but I do think that sometimes we need to take some – I don't know, because is it a calculated risk when you take a chance at being happy, or is it a little more of a leap than that? I think it's more of a leap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's more of a leap. Yeah. Wow. I want to skip a question, because this leads into the next question very well, so I'm going to do so. For what the is first time in Question Marks history, we're skipping a question. That's true, actually. What is something in life you feel like you do have very good control over? Thinking moment. Yeah. Thinking moment. Just trying to fill the dead air here so Hope can listen to this later and not get super anxious. <laughs> Thanks. That's tough. Solid control over. Yeah, how much? I think, I think, I do have control over my attitude after about an hour of having such an attitude. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No? So you basically catch up to yourself and then agree with it? No. <laughs> well, I can, well, I can agree with it. Maybe okay. I do agree with it. Maybe I disagree with whatever I've been thinking gotcha. up there. Okay. But like, so let's say I've been, let's say I woke up mad, which happens, you know, or not mad, mad, but like I woke up and I'm just like grumpy. The world sucks today, you know, a little bit. Like I woke up that way, but like after an hour of feeling that, I should be able to turn that around. Or if the world is sucking that day, I should be able to lean into that and feel comfortable doing so. And I feel like I'm pretty good <laughs> at doing that. Do you that. the Grinch at that point? Do you like start <laughs> doing things to add to the suckiness? Or, like, how do you lean in? I want to know more Actually, about this. no, I'm more just like, it's actually kind of healthy now that I'm like, you're making me think about this. What I do when a day is sucky 
and I've decided Did to you lean kick in. The cat? No, cheers. <laughs> God. I thought, I thought you said make it sucky. That's great. Oh, oh, God. God. Sorry. Yeah. Mr. Grinch. It's the, it's the, I mean, I want to know. Like, All right, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Suckiness. No, it's I do everything in my life that I've been like, that would suck to do, but I need to do it. That's oh. what I do on the sucky days. And it's like, I just, now that you're making me say that, that's, like, that is what I do, though. Is like, I'm just like, okay, this is a tough day. I'm just going to lean in. Or like, you know, sometimes there's nothing to, to do. need to do. Not yeah, make it like a lot of time, a lot of time acts. it's like uh-huh. disinfecting and cleaning stuff, you know? That's a lot of time it's just minor stuff like that. Sometimes it's having a tough conversation with someone you haven't talked I to gotcha. in a week. Yeah. You know, it very, very, very much varies. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Okay, just checking. <laughs> so that's where I'm at, you know. I feel like, but I do after that, and this taking some time, is like I can snap my brain out of it if I need to. Like if, if I've woken up and life feels like it sucks, but then after, a, like, you know, and this is most of the times I wake up and feeling like life sucks. After an hour, someone has shown me that it doesn't. And I need to listen to that. You know, I need to show that. Maybe it's, and this has been, maybe it's someone at work checking on me. Maybe it's a text from my family. Maybe it's these things, you know. But, like, I used to just ignore them when life was sucking, you know. And now I don't. I have control over it. And it's, it's come from being scared of how little control I had over it, actually, I think couple like four or five years ago you know and brady seen me in there but you know where it goes you learn and i'm glad i have learned that got control over it yeah uh my own happiness is where i'm at currently because that's been something that i've struggled with i don't know for how long you think you have complete control over it i think i have some very very good control because i think i've got some really defining factors which make me happy and a lot of it does come from my own effort putting in towards making those things happen Hmm. one of the main things that i found that doesn't make me happy is laziness days i wake up and i know for a fact yeah if i miss a day of working out i usually feel a little less good so i have to figure out how am i going to accommodate for that and after i know those points which really do make me happy and not actually going after those really does put me in a place of like you know how it makes like i don't remember how many days it is but it's certain amount of days make a habit yeah and it's consistently every single day to make that happen Mm -hmm. and missing those days now really do drive on me i've really picked up those specific things and then also whenever i get to the point where i know for a fact like okay i've got this mastered i've got it down it's a habit every single day i wake up i take a multivitamin i take an allergy pill which the allergy pill between me and my wife was way more of a struggle than it needed to be because i was just like fighting against my own breathing which like is really weird take an allergy, an allergy pill, pill yeah, so i could breathe every Your day your wife had yeah. to fight you like yeah she had to fight this. me like yes take an allergy pill so you can breathe That's which for you <laughs> yes, but it's, it's, it was you, so you much i couldn't figure it's it out not, yeah it doesn't quite affect her you know yeah. Like, yeah. Did, <laughs> did you mean you physically couldn't take the pill i just, I just no, forgot i didn't want to because there's another thing i was like i got this i'm fine she was telling you she was absolutely my wife's a pharmacist she knew more more than to anyone else. And <laughs> you don't know, you're not going to tell me what to do, Miss Pharmacist. Yeah, right? <laughs> exactly. But I still know. And now, but she knew more than I did. And I, I, I have a, I've acclimated. I made it a habit, and now I breathe. Yeah, I, I breathe now. <laughs> this is weird. Thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. Rebel. Yeah. <laughs> Without a cause, literally. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, but I know that. I also have this one driving factor that is compared to anything else that's 
that I'm trying to make a new habit that's exploring something new each day. And I think I'm getting way better at making things that I know need to be a consistent habit in my life to make me happy and figuring out what those things are to drive me forward. I think I figured out what those things are and also being open to new experiences to drive or at least attempt those to see if they make me happy attempt before I move back. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Attempt those new things. The study shed, number one. The study the shed. Study shed. The study back. shed is one of the main things oh, that wait. I'm looking forward to to make me happy. <laughs> I think it's a new outboard experience that I'm going to try. You're going to have to explain the study shed. Well, I just realized heat. that was a prior uh, It just got heat last week. Okay, there it you go. does. Oh, it's a new outside shed that's it. outdoors. It's like a she shed. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, yes, but different <laughs> because I study it. Study shit. Study shit. It's the study shit. Study shit. It's a study shit. It's outside. My puppy can be outside the entire time and run around and play outdoors and not have to be locked inside the house for the entire of the time. And I get to do a bunch of good work, get some nice fresh air. And now I get to have my legs heated. My arms are going to be freezing cold because the heater I bought is not very nice, but it's better than not and i really enjoy it (laughs) it's nice it's different it's outside it's something that i really enjoy i've got some outdoor like weird lantern lights i get a light in the evening as well whenever it gets dark and it gets super cold but i just enjoy being outside and something i'm pushing and trying to do that makes me happy and i'm trying it it's weird it's different it's cold and sometimes darn it it's miserable but i enjoy trying new things and it's it's something I really enjoy. And your legs are warm? Yes. <laughs> my, arms aren't, my, my arms aren't warm. My arms are not warm. My toes, are, warm. My toes no, are also no not warm. Arms. My face is cold, but darn it, I like being outside. And I can be loud and I can call friends and talk to them in a boisterous volume whenever mm-hmm. I want to. I talk to, I don't know how many old friends I haven't talked to. I don't know how long just because I was like, darn it, I'm outside. I'm trying something new. I'm going to meet up with a bunch of people I haven't talked to. I don't know how long. So are it's just chattering at that time? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely they were. His arms shaking, his legs sweaty. But I wasn't wow. but I wasn't going in until I ended the conversation. <laughs> that was Fair the enough. main thing. <laughs> Just keep yourself out there. Exactly. I committed myself to the bit, darn it. So ah, we all love that. I'm not a psychiatrist, but I would venture You're not a psychiatrist. You're, okay, I'm not but I did say, yeah. Um, I would venture that you're uh, that you're able to call those friends from inside too. Oh, absolutely. Now with the boisterous loud <laughs> voice. With the boisterous loud voice. Ah. Because my so wife. So Bree. No, my wife is. My wife Why'd is you watching. Do that? Well, no, no. It's my wife is watching a TV show, and I am oh, very God. respectful of her time because she works 11, 12 hour days. The last thing I want to do is let her get home and not let her watch her TV show. That's a walkout scenario for me if I'm going to talk to my friends. Mm. That might be the one time we threw it to you as a chance to be like impressive, and you actually just nailed it. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, a, it's an episode of first. I will tell you, I would not do that. So. <laughs> you will hear me laughing in the other room. I will try to keep. I'll shut the door. You yeah, know, I'm not going to be entirely inconsiderate. Right. But. No, trust me. I've I've learned my fair share. Trust me. The first the shed was not the first move by any means. I have been talked out of the shed. <laughs> What is something in your life you have control over? I have a picture of this, like a whole movie. Oh, it's great. Uh, (laughs) That's just kind of how... 
like I see the shed, whether it's real or in my imagination. There's nails that are all poking outside of it. Oh. There's holes in through it. You can't close the doors because they don't latch. I'm sharing it Did with. Did you build the shed? No, the shed was out there originally. Okay. Trust me, the shed that I would have built would not be standing now. It would have been gone in the first two days. But I'm getting better. <laughs> the light I'm breeze better. would have blown it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how much control do you have over your own life? Is that the? That was a no, that's a different, different question. question. Yeah. <laughs> what? Is there something you have complete control over, right? <laughs> is something you control in your life? There you go. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, We studied for the wrong game. test. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was I was struggling with this question a bit, honestly, because I was like trying to think of something, and I was like, nope, I feel like that even like has control over me. But one thing. That I will say I feel like I have a lot of control of, but it's kind of a negative. It's, in a way, is the way I dress. So I pay a lot of attention to how I dress. And not because I'm, like, trying to impress anyone. Nothing like that. It's literally just something that I I like to visual... I like to in my head look visually pleasing to myself and it makes me feel better about myself. It makes me more confident. It's if art I like, on a person. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if I like, it, it's, it's how people choose to express themselves. And mm-hmm. I try to do like, I power to you. If you can go out in public with like, you know, your pajamas on pretty much or something like that. And like, there's times when I do do that, but I always feel terrible about myself whenever I am out in public like that. Like if I know that, I need to have a good day. I know that I need to put effort into what I look like that day, if that makes sense, which maybe sounds very vain and whatever, but I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said worse. about it. I've literally dressed up once and told someone, they're like, why are you dressed up? It's like, because I need to be an asshole today. Like, I need oh, to be. Oh, yeah, like, absolutely. It's my job to be an asshole today. Mm-hmm. Oh, What's that outfit look like? Kind of what you're wearing, honestly. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Like, I, like I care what it's you not say. Even jo- uh, <laughs> no, I, I said it as a joke, but it's not even a, like a little bit. Not that you're an asshole. It's like I wear. Appreciate that. He's wearing a black sweater with a pink shirt and jeans. I wear black pants, black sweater, white collared shirt. Mm. That is a noted, a noted experience next time I hang out. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a definitive. <laughs> that's the reason I ask is like, okay, yeah, you got to be aware. Okay, like, yeah. okay, that's an alpha. And to look I, out I, for. I appreciate that you have tried to you know notice that about me. Thank you. I will now. It's a callback. <laughs> I actually really like that. That was a really good answer. And I like the shirt you're wearing today because oh, you. you said it was all silk. Where'd you get it? Urban Outfitters? Yeah. Not that crazy of a store, but. No. Sweet, sweet shirt. <laughs> sweet shirt. Vibe. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it. Lavanya, what is something in your life you have complete control over? Uh oh. Oh. It's a shake of the head. Yeah, because that's, you know, complete control? Nope. Uh, I'd say 90. No, that's yeah. not complete. You said complete. I know. I'm, 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 I'm pedaling back. Complete. I'm backpedaling just to try to get this answer out, you know? <laughs> Maybe 80? 70? Wow. I won't go lower than 70. <laughs> You're a great negotiator. I've, I've, Thanks. <laughs> yeah. I've really worked at what I say. Absolutely. Because okay. I can be such a straight shooter with just, it. you know, it's just sometimes, like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that can come off very... I don't know. People sometimes perceive it as raw. Yeah. Um, but I, I give myself license sometimes to just say, no, it, it's like this. Yeah. Right? Deliberateness of it. And then sometimes realizing, like, eh, they can't handle that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but hmm. even when you have 100% control, does it mean you don't second guess yourself? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you know? Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? Even when you're like, you know, it's going to be like this. I'm going to say it this way. I've maybe even rehearsed it. Yes, I'll oh. look up the facts. You know, that's Got me you. too. Got like, mm-hmm. this is why I'm saying this. But then you feel like, ah, should I said all that? See, that's like my biggest motivator for being like a go with the flower. Like I want to be with a go with the flower because when I'm in control, I feel like I'm second guessing myself a lot of the time. You know, it's like, okay, I have to stand by exactly what my idea is, you know? Yeah. And like, rightfully, like I, I, if I wasn't in that position, I'm sure I'd want to be there, you know, which is a stupid place to be at. But like, I feel like control breeds that, if that makes sense. It's like, okay, second guessing comes from something you're in control of. So. Yeah. I was on a panel yesterday mm-hmm. and um, two different groups and the guy with a PowerPoint was boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We've all <laughs> been there. Yeah. <laughs> it was a panel and it wasn't a presentation, which I yeah. think are two different, two different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so when he was like, well, I have my PowerPoint. I was like, well, maybe I should. And I thought, no, because of the free flow of it. Yeah, it's a panel. <laughs> Even though there was a format, right? Mm-hmm. The free flow of it was more interesting than, yeah, the PowerPoint. Yeah. yeah. So I think he wanted to make sure he hit all his points. And maybe to others it was interesting. But for me, I was just kind of like, eh. mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I was the only one. that. No, I feel like but usually when that happens, you're not the only one. You know? Yeah. Like, usually when I'm like, okay, that meeting kind of sucked, right? Everyone's like, yeah, that meeting sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but no one will say it unless someone says it first. You know? So, Levani, you were there going, I wish I had control over your PowerPoint. Well, you know, I'm a second <laughs> guess, like, should I have had a PowerPoint? Mm. Oh, people okay. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there was that mm. part, like, yeah. oh, man, wait, did I miss mm-hmm. an opportunity to be more, you know, um, elaborate? And, and what then, I was trying to convey, right. or was it better that I and everyone else, the six panelists, he was the only one to have yeah. PowerPoint. So all the rest of us, you know, talked from our experience, gave good data and information, but it was a lot more free flowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's that kid in school. He was that kid in class, right? Sucking up to the teacher. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sure. Hey, Timmy brought a PowerPoint. So is excellent yeah. sucking up, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> might be. So oh, no. <laughs> when you have to work hard at it, like that. Yeah. I've made a PowerPoint or two. Yeah. Hold on, now. Just saying. Nice, nice black sweater you're wearing. By I didn't bring it to the panel. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Thank you. It's green. This <laughs> is black. It's your turn to answer the question, Dad. Uh, control. I have complete control over my health. Oh, yeah. The question is, what is something you feel like you have complete <laughs> control over? <laughs> <laughs> complete control over my marriage. Um, that's, I guess, no that's for we two. all turned again, and yeah. there was a side eye that time. I have complete control over my <laughs> children. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, wow. not that either. Oh yeah, crossing off uh, material here. Yeah. Yeah. I have complete control over my career. Look, maybe stand up comedy is not yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have complete control, I think, and this is actually kind of close to what you were saying, Lavanya, uh, my language. Um, I, I would like, I hone it as best I can, and I, anybody who knows me. You know, I will dissect what other people say. You know, what? you're saying, I know, shocker. <laughs> but I do have control over that, and choosing when, <laughs> choosing when to when to uh, to use that or not. So yeah. that's my answer, yeah. Rob. I do think you're one of the best interest-based speakers I've met in my entire lifetime. What does that even mean? Yeah, here, let me. <laughs> what does that even mean? Man? Do you like, thank you. Yeah. The underlying tone of that was suck up. I just heard it and don't. 
I, I was, heard it. This guy had a PowerPoint class. I was looking for it. I didn't see it. I got you. I got you here. Don't you worry. I came backed up with facts. I knew this was happening. I was here. Let's hear him out. I was here. Don't you worry about it. Appreciate it. You understand. By the way, when I say interest, I don't mean like you're objectively going through your job materials, but you know what the interests of what your job is. Your interests are to be an objective speaker for the public. I got you. Okay. Your interests are to give a good calming voice, not a freak out scenario whenever things go wrong. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is anyone seeing this? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You won't believe it. Although, I'd probably watch <laughs> that. I'm not going to lie. That's I'd true. I would, I would watch freak, that too. Maybe freaking maybe. out. <laughs> I've often wanted to freak out over something really minor. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh my God. We got a tenth of an inch of precipitation. <laughs> well, if you think about drought. <laughs> yeah. There's always Maybe something to freak out about. There's always <laughs> something to freak out about. She's the, she's the one that emails in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but thank but, you. Yeah, but the way that your dialect reflects what you want to convey and the interests that you're trying to achieve are very pinpoint and very precise, which is a really difficult skill to thank get you. to, which I struggle with all the darn time. I'll make a fool of myself 20 times out of 19, sorry, 19 times out of 20, not, I won't object. 20 times myself. out of 19. <laughs> I won't make a fool of myself 1.5 times twice. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's a math one. Quick math. Yeah. High entertainment but, value, though. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, that's. Appreciate it. Thank yeah. you. All right, ass kissing. But haven't you uh, <laughs> seen, yeah, ass kissing over, I'd like to know. Haven't, isn't that his job? Isn't it that is, what he's supposed to but do? But if you're a journalist yourself, you have to figure out what your interests are and what you're kind of convey. Are you just Why? Be I mean, you're a journalist. You're supposed to cover well, you what can't matters to the people. Everything. Well, you have but to, there you go. You have to cover what matters to the people. But it's not you always about your interests. have to figure out what the interests of the people are, right? That's fair. Yeah. It's just exactly making sure it. you clarified that for the listener here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, he has to realize he is bosses as well people that overlook what he's going to say yeah people that make sure that whatever he's going to say is correct same with you yes and then hell same with me my law school thing if i there's yeah there's some strict <laughs> you really rules. have a lot of and guessing fact, checking law yeah, yeah. even even same with hope <laughs> over here if she's going to talk to a, a customer and be like hey eat shit <laughs> immediately wow. introduction that, that is now not going to happen hey, i'd like <laughs> to put a disclaimer in that's not what hale varsity club does no no but you, you will see that there's definitely perspectives that you have to talk with and that's where I completely threw away my point with everything. All right. Next so I have nice. to say this because yeah. I couldn't think of the movie when we were talking about, um, I can't remember the question, but I hope you had said it ticks you off when people don't tip. Oh, okay. And there's a movie mm. called yes. It Could Happen to You. It's mm. a really old movie. Mm. I mean, Is it any by good? context of like, it, you know, it's like, I don't know, 1990s Rosie Perez. And I'm mm. not really big on her, but... <laughs> This cop comes into this cafe, and he's like this goody two-shoes guy, and he really wants to leave a tip, but he doesn't have enough money. Mm-hmm. I mean, and this is prior to when everyone did digital and mm-hmm. credit cards and stuff like that. So she has, he has this lottery ticket, mm. and he's like, listen, if I win the lottery, I will split it with you. Mm. And he pays her in a lottery ticket, and I'll leave it at that. But it's called It Could Happen to You, Nicolas Cage. Okay. Oh, God. You'll find it. If it's a Nick Cage movie, I'm guessing she wins the lottery. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Was it an, was it a, I don't like predictable movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate the Hallmark movies yep. this time of year when it's like mm-hmm. big city, small mm-hmm. town, love your life, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. 
One and a half. Be happy, have a great yeah. life. Oh, yeah. boy. Running away. Yeah. I can predict it. Yeah, exactly. It's boring to me. Yeah. That was an interesting movie. Okay. Mm. And the, so the waitress got paid in a lottery ticket. Lottery ticket. <laughs> well, I mean, I I think in that same episode, I was like, it's it. It the, it's the thought that counts, like what truly, truly counts. Yeah, so it's yeah. the thought that he at least wanted to leave something, yeah. even if it was a losing lottery I mean, think ticket. Think about it. Like, know? if he doesn't have the money to tip, that lottery ticket's even bigger to him. And he left that behind. Yeah, but he yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I was just, yeah. you know. I was he had just, enough you know, money to buy a lottery ticket, though. Ah, so what's he spending his money on? I'm just kidding. We don't know how we feel about this person. Anything else? Anything else you guys no. got? Anything about control? No. Zero. Blank. All right. Last question. How much control do you have over over your own life? All right, so we're talking about control and controlling your life, controlling things in your life. Have you ever gone skiing? <laughs> you can get a feeling of being out of control. Like on the edge. Ski. If you have skiing, yes. If you don't pay attention, like snow skiing. Okay. You're going down the mountain, you could. if you don't pay attention, you could end up somewhere bad. Mm-hmm. Do you like that feeling? Or if you haven't gone skiing, do you like that feeling in general of being out of control? I have two answers. I hope you don't mind me jumping in here, Brady. Is one time I tried to go skiing, and I didn't have control of the situation because my sister... Got heat exhaustion and I couldn't ski. And I haven't even gone skiing since. Okay. So, What's to answer your that? question properly, uh, I would like to be out of control skiing. Yes. I think the only the only way that I got close to answering the question is you kept saying the word skiing, <laughs> <laughs> which I noticed you did too. I did. I thought the but the, was... the question is, do you like being out of control? <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. We're not talking about skiing. All right. Yeah, well, that was the control. example. Yes. Uh, once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> No, largely, and, and this is like, I want to be a person who says yes, but like, I know I can't lie. And I'll be like, no, I need, and this is what we talked about earlier is like part like the part of me that wants to not be in control is not as strong as the part of me that wants to take control yet I'm working on it. But for now, I think there's a part of me that doesn't like being out of control. Okay. Cause I, I was, wish I wasn't that way. I guess I'm thinking more physically. Oh, no. Out of control. I need my body to be online with my brain or else I'm, you know, screwed. Like, it's just because of, like, growing up as an athlete, you're kind of used to your body being pretty, like, you know, it does what you want it to do when you Mm -hmm. want it to do Mm -hmm. it a lot of the time. I couldn't imagine not living like that right now. So, like, say when you learn something new, like skateboarding or something, that's something you go, oh, Oh, I'm maybe out of control. So, you're learning, I'm out of control. We down the whole question into what the actual question was, which you did Mm -hmm. perfectly the first time. That's right. Yes, I like challenging myself in those (laughs) ways, not publicly. How's that one? Okay. Like, I like drumming, and I am getting good at it, but I'm not good enough, like, to feel comfortable taking it to, like, a level. But, like, the reason I like drumming is because I started not good at it, you know? Now I figured it out a little bit. Oh, that's a long answer. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought I was on the same. I was on the wavelength of like being in control in general, or yeah, we already talked about yeah, no, I get it. I yeah, get it. So. Um, no, I don't like physically not being in control. I do this thing where I just like get really shaky whenever I don't feel physically like in control, um, and it's just not a good feeling for me. You know, I don't enjoy it. Puts me on edge. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times. 
I will not put myself in situations where I'm not physically in control. But when you come out on the other side and you've survived it okay, isn't that kind of a cool feeling? <laughs> so I'm gonna I haven't gone skiing since my heat exhaustion moment. Um <laughs> which was a long time ago. That was, that was a minute, yeah. Um traumatic experience. <laughs> anyway. Um but I have taken up longboarding in the in the meantime. And longboarding is really fun, and it's a really mellow, chill thing. You're not—it's not the same thing as skateboarding. Like mm-hmm. longboarding's for cruising; it's for you know just hanging out and going. But you're not supposed to go down steep hills, mm-hmm. or else you're bored. And I think it does this in skateboarding too, but I don't know for sure. It does this thing called like the death wobble, mm-hmm. where it starts wobbling really, really bad. And I didn't know about this. I was a new longboarder at the time, a new skater. Um, skater girl, skater girl, skater chick. Um, <laughs> skater. And I was at Pioneer. You're all black. What? I'm what just telling you right now. <laughs> no, I did not wear all black this time. <laughs> this time. This time. The one time she's talking about. But um, I was in Pioneer Park in Lincoln, and I saw this huge. Mm-hmm. Huge steep hill, hill, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna go down that. That's gonna be so fun to go down." I trekked my way the entire way up it. I was so excited, and then I get about maybe like a sixth of the way down the hill, and it starts doing the death wobble, and I'm like, "Hmm. Well, either I'm gonna crash and be flung into concrete, <laughs> or I can try and veer off and crash and be flung into the grass." Mm-hmm. So, go with grass. Go with grass. I, I did go with grass, okay. <laughs> and I was flung like a rag doll. Yeah, like good visual. At least two or three yeah. yards I from my board, head first, and I can tell you, I did not feel better afterwards. So. Yeah, <laughs> but you had that helmet on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 yeah, absolutely. Oh, I hope I love that answer. <laughs> like all the people who lie when they get on the scooters and say that they're going to wear a helmet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're right. And yeah. like, how many people do you actually see? When we're at the high side of the house, we're wearing helmets. But in Lincoln, Hope's lawless. She can do whatever she wants. No. <laughs> so my mom and dad got <laughs> me this longboard for <laughs> Christmas, I think. Um, longboard's generous. Me, it's a longboard. Very gave, small style longboard. longboard. I mean, is it's it really long. just a skateboard. No, no, no. no. It's a difference. It has a. It has is two it points. Long? I thought it was a skinny. It's, it's thing. longer than a no, skateboard like, for sure. Hmm, yeah. Long. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but they got me the longboard for Christmas along with a gift card to go get a helmet. Mm, where'd that gift card go? Nobody said where it went. I went back to you. the store. Mm, yeah, <laughs> because you can only spend the gift card at one place. Yes. Yeah, of course, you're getting a little nice off track, diversion. Yeah, hope. <laughs> Brady, you like all that I'll say is there's still not a helmet in my possession. Okay, <laughs> you didn't have to admit that though. Yes, you like being out of control. <laughs> yes. All right, so Brady likes being out of control. There it is. Yes. Yes, we've got there. We did it. Uh, yes, I do. Because majority of the time, whenever I do get to being out of control, I can realize it's a situation that I've put myself into a place where I know I'm exploring new territory. It's a place that I realize that I'm learning. I'm experiencing new things, which means that as long as I follow normal guidelines and materials of which I went through and how I handle myself professionally in the situations, as long as I'm doing my best, that's all I can ask for. It's not something that whenever I get to a repetitious part of knowing mm-hmm. that I've went through the motions, I'm in control here. But if not, that means I'm in new territory. I'm learning how to deal with this. And then it'll be something I can learn and come forward and move in those positions. 
other situations wherever I get to places. Levania <laughs> just gave out aloud. Hmm. Yes. I'm out of control a lot. You which have is to nice. be professional to be out of control? No, no, not even a little bit. Just mentioned that we're decided. Yes, no, mm-hmm. no, not even a little bit. It's just whenever I get to the position to where I am now, I currently feel out of control the most here. And this is situations where I'm talking to people that are way above my pay grade. And I'm trying to connect with those individuals. Or trying to talk with people in professional manner. And I'm trying to be more of a learning experience than a being in control experience. Mm-hmm. Which is where I probably pinpoint the most with. Nice. Vani, you like being out of control? Not in the context of skiing, absolutely not. <laughs> or, anything, or anything else. Like phys- physically, just kind of like race car driving or... No. Hot, hot air ballooning, no. skydiving, bungee Absolutely jumping, not. deep sea diving. Maybe. <laughs> there we go. There's, that's a little different to me than yeah. free falling in the air. Uh-huh. I think there's a little more control there. And with floating or what? Like diving. Diving. Yeah, scuba diving. I've yeah. been scuba like, diving before. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ocean's scary. It's vast. You can't think big. of it that way. You sh- totally can't think of it that don't way. Don't think about how vast the ocean is, Hope. Don't do it. Don't think about it. Like when you're skydiving, you shouldn't think about how to close go splat the is. in the ocean. <laughs> you're not yeah. going to go True. splat. True. But somebody could mm-hmm. go, yeah, but usually there's some wow. indications wow. of whether that would happen or not. Mm-hmm. That was impressive. <laughs> Hope you should be a voice actor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, you so, so you don't think about how vast the ocean is and how dangerous things could be when you go scuba diving and you just kind of like I enjoy I think it's it. more yeah. calculated than, and, and I think it also mm-hmm. has to do with heights. I mean, I'm not afraid of flying, so that's not what I'm saying, but I would absolutely not, at this point in my life, I should say, skydive. Mm. Was yeah. there a point in your life yeah. where you would have? Or do you think there will be a point in your life <laughs> where you will? I think it's getting less and less. <laughs> like, <laughs> I went on a roller coaster probably when I was 19 and when I, I realized that my threshold was gone. Ah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what first. was that? The Orient Express in oh, Kansas yeah, Kansas City? City. Yeah. I mean, you're literally at the top mm-hmm. seeing all the way around and I'm mm-hmm. like, why? Why did I do this to myself? It how, was not fun. How old were you? Probably about 19 or... When did you meet Dan? Probably uh-huh. at the same time. See? <laughs> I had to choose. Oh. I had to choose okay. my risk factors just, at that moment. And it was being on top of the world from a roller coaster was a I good... Just, it was a feeling. That's the other part. Some people like to f- like the feeling of their stomach dropping. I was going to say, I love being on roller coasters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if that's what you love, that's great. And I will watch you from below <laughs> cheer you on. <laughs> okay, I just have one more question. On side B, you can control one of these things, a person or an animal. Which one do you choose? Why? Animal. And it's because I think both are really messed up scenarios. And I think an animal is a little less messed up. But it's super messed up still. Hmm. Why? I don't think on like a third morally, party. We're going to go into morally. Stuff. What do you, you ask me if I want to be in control of an animal or a person? I don't think it's any fun. I don't think it's any fun when you're controlling a person to that degree because now they're not who they are. Whereas, you know, like they'll tell you with, with, with dogs. I don't have a dog currently, but I used to have a dog. Your dog, if you train that dog, it's going to be a better dog. It's going to be better engaging with other people versus a dog that's not 
been trained. So there's that level of control, right? And we all know when we come across that untrained, uncontrolled dog. We we don't like those dogs. We like the dog that's like sit, sit, you know, mm-hmm. you know, don't bite, don't bite. <laughs> so that yeah, yeah, we, yeah, not the same as the spouse. <laughs> help sherry help I'm asking for a friend <laughs> brady's new to the marriage game i'm just helping him out and his wife is not here nobody wants really to control i think we right. want people to consent and do some things that we'd like to for them to do but we don't really want to control people i'll argue oh please <laughs> <laughs> not that I, I agree with Grayson. My initial thought was like, that'd be really messed up to like control another person completely. But I also think about like the Truman Show and ah. how interesting that was and how interesting it would be. Cause like he was, his whole life was controlled by other humans, you mm-hmm. know, like everything that he was was controlled. What and that it? was really interesting to watch. But okay, it's a good spectacle, but who does it benefit? <laughs> Like, who's a help? Intriguing? I don't know. There's a new movie coming out. The girl on Blackish. Can't think of her professional name, Diane. Mm -hmm. She has a movie where her her father was a failing football player. She starts controlling him like a video game. And oh, yeah, I saw the ad for that. Success. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. know when it comes out. Yeah, I just saw it. Yeah. Does it just come out? She's, yeah, she's the controller. He's the play, player. Yeah. 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 So... There you go. Yeah. But is that fantasy? I don't, actually, I, don't I, I still agree with like a, I don't, I think it'd be really, really, really morally messed up to control another person completely and to want to, to like another person who's already formed their own self, if that makes sense. Like it's different yeah. with the Truman Show because he was from birth. Like he never got a chance to like be his own person. He's conditioned you know? into it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. we can create robots at so birth, but by the time, no, I mean, I don't tell no, 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 she no, did. No. Uh, she did straight up go like, I think it's wrong first. Yeah. We're picking on her. Cause she took the hard answer. I was just yeah. playing the devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Cause it was, hmm, <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the chill in the room. right now. I <laughs> real. Yeah. I, I have goosebumps. What do you think? Brady? <laughs> They control an animal, control a person. Animal. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it comes down to certain situations where I know, like in certain like cooperative negotiations and talking with a partner that you didn't know or he's getting thrown cold turkey, you can control them being on the same page with you. Absolutely. But if I could control Marmu not to pee in the house whenever she was a puppy, 10 times out of 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Less work. Absolutely. I would take that. But then mm-hmm. when, like having the justification and like, the parental skills of knowing I taught a dog to pee outside is very rewarding as well. But wait till you teach a kid how to use the potty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's that is no. huge. Say, so I think that like training a dog and having a baby are not that different. <laughs> From the dog never grows up. Says says the kid. The guy doesn't have kids. Gotcha. From the point where it's like you can't control the dog's decision. Yeah. You can't control the kid's decision. You can tell them to pee outside. You can tell them to pee in the toilet. <laughs> you can tell the kid yeah. to pee outside. <laughs> you can tell the kid to pee outside. You can tell the dog to pee in the toilet. Either way, you can't control what decision they're making next, what bright light comes up. You know, you're not controlling them at all. Yeah. I'd like to, for the record, point out that the McCartney kids were never told explicitly that they <laughs> could go and should go pee outside. <laughs> we did, like, did, bright, we did like bright lights also. So. <laughs> True. I would control an animal, and it would be probably a puma. 
pretty impressive. Yes, I think that would be amazing to have a puma as a pet. Absolutely. Refuses to elaborate further. He's going to have one one day. I'm not be hidden in the attic. No, I'm not, I'm not like attic. a tiger skin. <laughs> Mom no. says no pumas in the attic. <laughs> can, we'll I have, can I have a grizzly in the basement? Oh. That sounds like a metaphor. And on that note, that's side B. A Huda Media Production.